ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار فيا عباد الله الله سبحانه وتعالى sent down the great revelation of the quran upon us just like he sent down the other revelations that came before that he sent down the other books the torah the injil the zabur the various books that were sent then the final revelation came the final revelation of the quran it is upon every muslim to ponder over the quran to examine and to read and to learn and to memorize the quran in a hadith the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned ad-din an-nasiha ad-din an-nasiha ad-din an-nasiha three times it was repeated regarding how this religion it is purity it is sincerity the companions they ask the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam liman ya rasulullah to whom o messenger of allah and so the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam told them to allah and to his messenger but also to his book walikitabihi the book of allah so how do we have our purity and sincerity regarding the quran the book of allah there are five things that we must remember regarding the quran five things as muslims we must all be aware of when it comes to the quran the first is 
that we must all have the correct aqidah regarding the Quran and that correct aqidah is to believe that the Quran is the speech of Allah uncreated not created it is the speech of Allah that Allah spoke and Jibreel heard and then came and conveyed it to the Prophet we believe the Quran is the speech of Allah that Allah spoke it and it was heard by Jibreel alayhi salam and then he came and taught the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We do not believe like the people of innovation believe that the Quran is makhluq, that the Quran is created. It is not created. It is kalamullahi ghayru makhluq. It is the speech of Allah that is not created. It is a sifa min sifatillah, the kalamullah. That is the correct aqidah. Secondly, from the five points that we must bear in mind regarding the Quran, the second is that we must read it regularly recitation of the Quran a Muslim should regularly be reading the Quran looking into the Quran the Prophet told us of the great reward of reading the Quran that every letter you read is for ten rewards and then the Prophet ﷺ clarified even more. He said, لا أقول ألف لام ميم حرف. I'm not saying and I don't mean that when you say ألف لام ميم, that is one letter where you get ten rewards for it. He said, ألف حرف ولام حرف وميم حرف. In that word, ألف لام ميم, Alif is one letter, Lam is one letter, Meme is one letter. Every single one of those letters is 10 rewards. So 30 rewards just on reciting Alif, Lam, Meme. And just like that, every letter of the Quran, tremendous amount of reward for reading and reciting the book of Allah. Then the third point regarding this Quran is that we don't just read it, we also memorize it. Memorizing the Quran is of vital importance. Memorizing it, there are many virtues of that mentioned that on the day of judgment it will intercede for you. It will do the shafa'a for you, how much you memorize, how much you have learnt of it. So we do not abandon and become lazy in memorizing. It is important to learn and memorize the book of Allah and then to teach our children and get them to memorize the Quran. This is the revelation from Allah, the speech of Allah. 
This is the one that is deserving to be memorized. So we have the correct aqidah and we recite it and we memorize it. And then the fourth point, we must also actually understand it. You must understand what is being said in the Quran. Just reading it and just memorizing it without understanding it. That is not the purpose of the Quran ultimately. The purpose is that you understand what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us. That you understand the meanings of those ayat. You understand the tafsir of the Quran. How can a Muslim not understand what the Quran says? How can a Muslim never look into the meanings or the translations to understand what is being said in the Quran? The Quran is the revelation, the final revelation. If a Muslim doesn't have a clue what is in the Quran, then what are you doing with your time and your lives? Surely every Muslim has to look into the Quran, its meanings, its translations if needed to understand what Allah is telling us. So the fourth point is understanding the Quran. Then there is a fifth point. The fifth point is to practice what the Quran tells us. That you have the right aqidah, you read it, you memorize it, you understand it, but then of course, you act upon it. You practice what the Quran teaches us. These are five key points that a Muslim must remember regarding the Quran. The Salaf, they used to say, مَا كُنَّا نَتَجَاوَزُ عَشْرَ آيَاتٍ مِّنَ الْقُرْآنِ حَتَّى نَعْلَمَ مَعَانِيهَا وَنَعْمَلَ بِهَا They used to say that we never used to go past ten ayat of the Qur'an until we knew their meanings and we acted upon them. Because the calamity and the disaster which exists in the Muslim Ummah is a lack of understanding. The people, the believers, the Muslims, they will tell you they read the Quran. But how many of them understand it? They say they read the Quran, but still go and do prostration to graves, still go and do tawaf around the graves. Then you have not understood the Quran, and this is the problem. The Quran is not something you only look at once a year in Ramadan. The Quran is a guidance for all of mankind. Look at the very beginning of the Mus'haf. When you open up the Mus'haf from the very beginning, Alif, Lam, Mim, after Al-Fatiha, ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابُ لَا رَيْبَ فِيهِ that is the book which there is no doubt in. This tremendous book where there is no doubt within it whatsoever. 
the speech of Allah, Hudan lil muttaqeen, that it is a guidance for the believers, a guidance for the pious, Allah says, a guidance for the pious. Even though the Quran is a guidance for all of mankind, why did Allah say it is a guidance for the pious? Because it is only the pious ones who actually look into the Quran and learn it and understand it and memorize it and practice what it tells us. Those who are not pious, those who are not caring, then they do not care to look into the Quran or to benefit from it. This is the revelation Allah gave us. A Muslim cannot be negligent of the Quran. You know details about so many things in the world. Maybe some people, they are experts in mechanics. Some people are experts in medicine. Some people are experts in joinery different jobs and different professions that the people are experts in and they know everything about them. But as a Muslim, how can you not know what is in the Quran? Allah said, do they not ponder over the Quran? So be aware of this, O Muslims. We must ensure that we give importance to the revelation that Allah has given us. And from that final revelation is the book of Allah, the Quran, to make sure we have the correct aqidah, to make sure that we read it regularly, to make sure we memorize as much as we can, to make sure we understand what it says, and to make sure that we then practice what it says in the Quran. If the Muslims, they all did that, then you would see a great improvement in the state of affairs, a great improvement in yourselves and your families, a great improvement in the Muslim society, in the Muslim Ummah, if they gave that importance to this Quran. <coughs> Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. So brothers and sisters, a reminder benefits us all, and this is a reminder to us all, to make sure that we are not being negligent of our religion, to make sure that we are upon the characteristics of true believers, Right in the beginning of the Quran, if you read and you memorize and you understand, then Allah tells us about the characteristics of the true believers. Those who believe in the unseen, a characteristic of the believers, that they believe in the unseen, the unseen that Allah has informed us about. They believe in the barzakh, and they believe in the afterlife, and they believe in the angels. They believe in all of the affairs of the unseen that Allah has informed us about. Because that 
is the test of Iman. That is the test of Iman of a believer. Does he believe in the ghayb, the unseen that Allah has told us about? So in the Quran, Allah tells us this is a characteristic of what the believers need to be upon. They have Iman, they have Yaqeen, they have certainty in the revelation from Allah. And then it also mentions that they establish the prayer. They establish the prayer. They pray their five times a day obligatory prayers and they establish them, meaning they pray them in the right times with the pillars, the arkan, the wajibat, the sunan, with the uh, pillars and the obligations and the sunnah acts. They establish that prayer properly. For indeed, the Prophet said, العهد الذي بيننا وبينهم الصلاة فمن تركها فقد كفر and in the رواية فقد أشرك that the covenant between us and them the barrier between the believer and the non-believer is the prayer so whomsoever abandons it then he has disbelieved all of this and you are barely in the first two ayat of Surah Al-Baqarah telling us about the pious telling us about the characteristics of the believers, telling us about the, uh, about the fact that they believe in the unseen, about the fact that they establish the prayer. And then he goes on and tells us another characteristic that they spend in charity from the wealth that we have given them. And all of these details, you have barely gone past two ayat from the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah. So what about if you read the full Surah Al-Baqarah and you understood all of its meanings and then the full Ali Imran and understood all of its meanings and An-Nisa and understood all of its meanings and carrying on like that. So great is this revelation, yet so great is the negligence of the believers. We must make sure that we stop this negligence we do not abandon the Qur'an and only look at it when Ramadan comes. That is a terrible state to be in. If you want rectification for yourselves, rectification for your families and your children, then return back to this revelation. The Prophet said, تَرَكْتُ فِيكُمْ مَا إِن تَمَسَّكْتُمْ بِهِمَا لَن تَضِلُّوا بَعْدِي كِتَابَ اللَّهِ وَسُنَّتِي that I have left two things behind. As long as you cling on to them, stick to them, then you will not go astray and be misguided after me. What are those two things? The Quran and the Sunnah. So we must make sure that we cling on and hold on to this revelation of the Quran and the Sunnah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us all from the ones who cling on, understanding it, learning it, memorizing it, practicing it, so that we may be rectified for this world and the goodness of this world and the goodness of the afterlife.